And from now through like 2026, mm -hmm. we're getting all the new planes coming out of Boeing and Airbus. Wow. So, you know, it's going to be really exciting for us and maybe not so exciting for our competitors. <laughs> Will there be pilotless planes at, at some point? These are, these are electric planes mm -hmm. at a shorter distance. Imagine you're in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, I'm landing. You come in. You guys are coming in from Vegas. Mm -hmm. Land at SFO. Mm -hmm. You jump on an EV toll and you like do a hop, skip, jump to Napa. Welcome to the Digital Social Hour. I'm your host, Sean Kelly. I'm here with my co-host, Wayne Lewis. What up, what up? And our guest today, Papia Gamblin. Hey. How you doing? I'm good, how are you? Nice, I'm fine. Good. I like your shoes. I Thank you. Shoes. Oh, those are yeah. Adidas Gucci collab. Got some style on it. Thanks. I didn't know they did that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Adidas those, is like those. really good about it. You yeah, flying on United? I did. <laughs> Figures, right? <laughs> right. How'd you get involved with United? Let's start there. Well, you know, um, I had a friend that was in the role that I have now. I am managing director of government affairs for the West Coast, and mm -hmm. I do state and local engagement. And she left to go take a great job, and they were looking for someone that had relationships in government locally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so threw my name in, had 19 interviews. Wow. And with United? With United. during 19 times? Yeah. What did they ask you 19 times? Well, it was <laughs> during coming out of COVID, right? Yeah, so this yeah. is 2021. Yeah. So um, at a particular level, they, you know, want to meet the leaders that are coming into the company. Mm -hmm. So the executive team has the option to do that. So mm -hmm. I met with the CEO, our CFO, our chief operating officer, our CTO. And what was so good about that process mm -hmm. for me was as I was going through the process, I was learning about the you meet with the janitor too? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm down. People. I'm down. Like, you know, it was great. Right, it was right. so cool. It Dang. was good to be able to understand their individual philosophy, their mm -hmm. goals for their department. So it, it was really insightful understanding yeah. the culture of a company that I'm about to go work for wow. mm -hmm. and lead in. So it was a long process, but it was it was cool. Nice. Yeah. What exactly does government affairs do? Because I yeah. see that job title at a, a lot yeah, of big yeah, companies, but I never knew what it, yeah. uh, what it actually entailed. So, you know, it's liaisoning with government officials and regulators. Mm -hmm. So I've come from industries that are regulated. So the mm -hmm. garbage industry, it's regulated. Uh, I worked for the utility in California, mm -hmm. Northern California, was heavily regulated. And now I'm spending some time in the aviation industry, also heavily regulated. Mm -hmm. So a lot of policy and engagement from elected officials that will engage, you know, and, and put forth policies that are impacting our operations or our human resource capital, our mm -hmm. employees or what have you. So I'll liaison on behalf of the company mm -hmm. and advance our policies or our agenda or I'll mm -hmm. mitigate an issue. And so that's that's my primary role. And then I'll work with internal departments as my subject matter experts, bring mm -hmm. them into the fold and then help educate our policymakers on issues so that they can make amazing and good decisions on behalf of industries. Wow. Nice. I didn't know it got that intricate when it comes to planes and the, the companies. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah Cause we just hop on. We yeah. Don't think about it. <laughs> I didn't right, know it was like, like you gotta have relationships with certain governments and yeah. So it's heavily federally regulated, yeah, but yeah, then yeah. all the airports like Harry Reid airports, regulated locally mm -hmm. by the county and the city wow. so um so you have to have those local relationships mm -hmm. and so everything's sort of integrated mm -hmm. and then a role like mine in a company will then help with communicating and you know supporting or amplifying mm -hmm. messaging or yeah. what have you so. so basically if you want to add a new route to a new country you're gonna have to negotiate with their government 
on how that happens? Yes. Yeah, so we've got people that will plan. They do network planning. So they decide, you know, where do we want to go? And mm-hmm. obviously United does such a good job of picking dots on a map and like mm-hmm. creating routes that yeah. make sense based yeah. on customer feedback. And so then what we'll do is we have an entire team that will then work with foreign government to then negotiate like that slot at their airport mm-hmm. and then calculate the times in which you leave. Because let's just use, for example, Ben Gorin in Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. You know, they close that airport at a particular time at night, but you got to then get that plane out. It's a 15 hour route. Mm-hmm. And then you got to get in in places like San Francisco or Newark. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important to be able to negotiate effectively on that end to then line it up on, on our end, mm-hmm. you know, on the main state side to be able to then, you know, land the plane and function and meet all the criteria that the airport has, whether it's noise issues right. or, you know, they got to close off a runway. Shout out to today's episode sponsor, Hostage Tape. Man, this stuff's good, bro. I know I, last night I slept with my mouth open. I really needed it. Did I hurt? It even uh, decreases blood pressure. Dude, yeah. it's got a lot of health benefits for sure. I've even used it and slept like five, six hours and I felt so refreshed the next day. Wow. When I do that without mouth tape, I feel terrible. Yeah, it stopped me from snoring too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I can't wait to get the finished results because I know um, I actually took a B4 pick and I want to see what the results are in a couple of weeks, how much yeah. face changes. Yeah, I've seen some nasty photos of people with like fat jaws before yeah. and then them using tape. And it just, everything lines and up. It looks so chiseled afterwards. Yeah, it's it's actually crazy. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited. But I definitely use hostage tape a lot, bro. Yeah, people like that it. are struggling to sleep and, you know, feeling exhausted yeah. and snore, I definitely try it out. It's pretty cheap, too. Yeah, and it's really comfortable, too. It's really, 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 really yeah. flexible. You just kind of slide it on. There we go. <laughs> Well, there you have it, guys. Hostage tape. Shout out to them. Link will be in the bio. Check them out. Because of some negotiated Mm -hmm. thing that happened, like we have in Orange County. Mm -hmm. So there's all these rules and stuff. So and then I'll mitigate locally, state and local. So that I only do state level and local stuff. Wow. Is it true when the uh, president flies in, they shut down everything? Um, It's coordinated. So, um, for example, in the Bay Area, they'll fly into Moffitt. So Mm -hmm. you're not impacting commercial airspace or mm-hmm. aviation activities but then you know there's certain places that they'll utilize and and then they'll shut things down accordingly but yeah they really try hard not to impact commercial aviation since right. it's such a you know commerce driven entity so yeah. how, how often do you travel since <laughs> you know what is, is that your thing is that a hobby you're traveling well i have a family so i tend to do the concept of trip linking so mm-hmm. it's often used in when you're driving around, you do your route, so you're using the least amount of gas. Mm-hmm. So I'll like travel for like two weeks mm-hmm. and then I'll stay home for a couple weeks. So I like mm-hmm. bulk it up. So I was recently in Hawaii for work, mm-hmm. came home for a day, flew to Israel, came home for a couple days, was in LA, and then I stopped for two weeks. Wow, that's crazy. Always moving around. Yeah, it's amazing. And putting out fires. And- putting out fires or <laughs> maybe creating a little. <laughs> Making a fire a that's little. That's right, yeah. That's crazy. So like. With all of, because United Airlines, um, like when they come across certain problems and stuff like that in the media, how do you handle those? Or, or do you handle those? So I have, uh, we work with our communications mm-hmm. department. Yeah. So they'll handle that side of media. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, for me, you know, they're a good partner because what they're saying in the media mm-hmm. is what I need to be saying to our elected officials. Right, right, right. And so when I'm off, when I'm speaking to those electeds off the dais, you know, we're coordinated. But I would say, for example, you know, where we're where we're making a little bit of fire, workforce development's a big thing. We mm-hmm. have pilot shortage, we have flight attendant shortage in the Bay Area, 
we want to grow our mechanics mm -hmm. as we've ordered all these planes that are coming in you know we've locked it in since for from now through like 2026 mm -hmm. we're getting all the new planes coming out of boeing and airbus wow so you know it's going to be really exciting for us and Maybe not so exciting for our competitors to try to get an <laughs> airplane. Yeah, because yeah, you, you guys are taking all the inventory. Yeah, right? we're, we we locked it in, yeah. and I think because our CEO is so amazing mm -hmm. and has foresight, like that's how we're rolling. But you know, as we're getting these planes, we're working locally mm -hmm. to ensure we have an incredible pipeline of people to work mm -hmm. on those planes, and 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 when we grow that network, mm -hmm. that we're able to staff it with pilots and and flight attendants and other mm -hmm. amazing professionals that we need to operate right. so i'll work with our local teams you know i have incredible internal partners mm -hmm. and then we'll go to cities we'll go to the state and we'll talk about how we get resources to retain mm -hmm. and then recruit and retain employees right. and grow our workforce so mm -hmm. that's like a fun thing to do it's like not as challenging as some of the other things mm -hmm. that aren't so fun but developing our workforce and investing in our people is a really really cool thing what to do. new projects are you guys are working on using like the new technology that's being developed, like AI with the whole robots, will there be pilotless planes at, at some point, do you feel? Or Maybe is that way in the future. Mm -hmm. So there I, will be planes with no pilots? I mean, possibly. That's scary. I mean, I'd say that's a, a far, far, far in the future. <laughs> I'd say more immediate is mm -hmm. what's called the EV tools, the mm -hmm. vert electric vertical takeoff and landing vehicles. Mm -hmm. That you're gonna see so we've invested in heart and and archer wait so wait wait what so what these are these are electric planes mm -hmm. that a shorter distance mm -hmm. available to them because you know obviously the technology isn't available for long haul right right but um so they'll take off and some of these um, technologies have like a 60 mile radius mm -hmm. some have 150 mile radius so imagine you're in the bay area mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, I'm landing. You come in. You guys are coming in from Vegas. Mm -hmm. Land at SFO. Mm -hmm. You jump on an EV toll and you like do a hop, skip, jump to Napa. On a plane. On an electric plane. How big is it? Four seat, six seat. Oh, so it's a little oh, small okay. one. Yeah. Wow. So this wow. is going to be modes of transportation that are emerging that are going to be utilizing regional airports in a completely different way. So how does that make it more options. efficient or it just makes us uh, makes traveling quicker for us? Quicker, um, less footprint, because these are going to be primarily electric. Mm -hmm. So, you know, less carbon footprint, which is our goal. The other way to do it for us is going to be the investment in sustainable aviation fuel. Mm -hmm. So alternative fuel, which is our biggest expense mm -hmm. and our biggest footprint from mm -hmm. a carbon perspective. Right. So we're working on those initiatives in a variety of states, trying to get California to mm -hmm. follow places like Chicago, usually California is leading in this yeah. space, uh, but they're getting there. We're having great conversations mm -hmm. with the California Air Resources Board right. and the nice. administration to move the needle on creating a market, an so increased market. When you say alternative fuel, is that using um, another fuel besides fossil fuel? Yes. Okay. So, so this would, would be using mean? municipal waste. Mm -hmm. So there's that technology to convert municipal waste into sustainable aviation fuel. Mm -hmm biomass so woody material trees things mm -hmm. like that um tallows like oils and things from like a restaurant mm -hmm. so there are technologies that take wow. these things and convert them into sustainable aviation fuel so it's alternative fuel right, and none they of this burn stuff less. is like public we, we never hear about this stuff i know that's why having like platforms like this <laughs> yeah, are amazing so wow. we talk about this stuff about and then we that. get we get the word out yeah okay that's that's so, great to know because gas is just going to keep going up. So your margins one of are going to be was yeah. damaging too to the atmosphere. Totally. So mm -hmm. how does the alternative gas actually, you know, um, like counter with the, with that? Like, is it 
less effective or more effective? Is it more damaging, less damaging, or just not damaging at all when it comes to breathing in the carbon in the air? So it's, it is less carbon. So mm-hmm. it's less carbon to make, and then it's less carbon footprint out, like the output of it. Yeah, yeah. So today, out of LAX and now out of SFO, every flight that you are on United, mm-hmm. you will fly with sustainable aviation fuel in the, in the plane. Wow. So the plane I just took has it on it really but it's a small percentage and that's where we need more of it we need more of it to be produced but it needs to be incented to be made Mm -hmm. like you need an incentive right now the incentives are made for biodiesel so truckers like all these trucks that you see they Mm. use biodiesel and so same materials that's what they make so the but the money that they get to make it is incredibly huge like Mm -hmm. they get a large subsidy we would like to create a subsidy that's similar to encourage those same oil producers or you know fuel producers to make sustainable aviation fuel and those <laughs> policies are primarily driven at the state level nice. so um so the more you make the more we'll buy we're willing to buy a ton of it we've mm-hmm. already entered into a ton of contracts to yeah. say when you make it we'll buy it right. so it'll be cool when, nice. when we get it made and then and we're leading the way because now as a passenger you can contribute to our sustainable aviation fuel mm. fund and you will offset your footprint because that money will then go into making mm-hmm. and buying sustainable aviation fuel with our wow. partners, our fuel partners. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah that's sick. We got to start making some, Wayne. Yeah, I know. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. So, so then, okay, so, damn, so many questions. I got, <laughs> I got one. So, where does United rank to competition, and what makes you guys better or different from competitors? So I say we're the best airline because mm-hmm. we do offer so many different yeah. product choices. Um, but I would say, you know, Delta is probably a bigger footprint, but we are way bigger and better in mm. my mind. Um, and they're bigger in U.S. We're bigger worldwide. We're mm. the biggest airline, world commercial airline. In wow. The world. Yeah. We offer the most international routes. We offer everything, just better, more of it. So Yeah, yeah I never see Delta overseas, actually. Yeah, I don't even realize who I'm flying most of the time. I just book. <laughs> you serious? I just, yeah, I just book. So you might be on yeah, spirit, bro. Oh no, that's where you. She said, "Oh no, 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 no." Sorry. <laughs> you know, in, oh, in no. policy, it's really funny. In policy, mm-hmm. we all work together. Because right. when you create policy, that's going to impact right. the in- aviation. We right. actually work together. I have great relationships with my colleagues, mm-hmm. but of course, the airline themselves are extremely competitive because mm-hmm. it is a choice kind of product, right? right. So. Yeah. You do have to throw an elbow or two. Yeah. But I do it out of respect and out of love for my colleagues. That's funny. I feel that. Yeah. Let's talk about pre-United. I want to know about you growing up because you grew up in an Indian household. I watched a podcast where you were going to uh, be part of a, an arranged marriage, I think, at one point. Yes. So talk to me about growing up How did up that work? What family. do you mean arranged marriage? So oh, my so parents... You, you, already, you already had your husband as, as a kid? Well, they, I think my parents were like shopping, mm-hmm. right? So they immigrated from India, mm-hmm. landed in South Carolina. And then I grew up in... I was born and raised in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So I, came, I went to California when I was 16. And, you know, when I think for immigrant parents, I'm first gen, they sort of get frozen in time a little bit, right? With their culture and their ideologies and whatnot. So mm-hmm. growing up, I was heard I was going to have an arranged marriage. And that's what you do. Mm-hmm. And I'm a very feisty kind of mm-hmm. individual. Mm-hmm. And so I always was like, mm, I don't know if that's going to be really for me. So I sort of bucked the system. And I went to college and I kept like buying myself time mm-hmm. and uh, met a gentleman at work. Mm-hmm. And then we've been married 23 years. 
Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. You married your work, your work husband. I, w- I married a man that I met at work. <laughs> yes. I mean, don't all, I mean. He, we, at the garbage company. Yeah, yeah. Oh, at the garbage at company. At a garbage company. Yeah. Oh, okay, he ran okay. landfills and I was running recycling programs. Oh, wow. Yeah. In the nineties. And how did your parents take it? You know, they weren't like super thrilled, but I was getting old in their mind. Right. So mm-hmm. I got married when I was 26, which I know that's, that's not old, old. That's old. But culturally, right. Oh, like culturally. to them, I should have been like having like babies by then. Oh, okay. And so um, I got married at 26. Mm-hmm. And then the as I was driving away, my lovely father was like, you know, thank God you're going to be taking care of her. It's sort of that mentality. Right. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. and it's like I take care of me. Yeah. And my husband takes care of himself. Yeah, and we yeah. together have built a beautiful life and family and we have awesome right. friends. And, mm-hmm. you know, so but yeah, it was it was not easy. They were very strict. Mm-hmm. I lived at home through college. Mm-hmm. So I made my own experiences and would get in trouble for doing so. Mm-hmm. Like my senior year in high school, I probably cut half the year because I had wow. already gotten into engineering school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it. I'm going to yeah, go and have yeah. some fun. And I'd cut. And there was a time where I went to Treasure Island in San Francisco thinking that it was an amusement park. Mm-hmm. And I showed up and it was like a freaking mili- old military base. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind. That's the kind of shelter I was in, right? Yeah. Like, I just didn't know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm always down for experiences, which is why working for an aviation company is yeah, fascinating. Yeah. But yeah, it's always been... And I love wow. my parents. They did the best they could what, and they're amazing right. human beings. What college did you go to? San Jose State University. Oh, go Spartans. And you went the whole way? You graduated? Graduated with a BS in environmental science. So I switched my major, Mm -hmm. which my dad was not happy with because he Mm -hmm. wanted an engineer daughter. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to get out and make money. So I did. Mm. Engineers make money, though. Yeah, but I like like talking to people. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. Yeah, engineers aren't the most talkative people. Yeah. Introverts. And back then, Mm -hmm. in the 90s, there were like no girls in my class. Like, it would be all dudes and me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. still in the industry. Yeah, it's very male dominated. Yeah, it's like one to every 30 or something something like that yeah totally wait so you couldn't even date growing up like no wow no what about friends like could you bring people over they were cool with me bringing people over but it could only be girls wait so you never dated a guy like growing up you did did. but not didn't right Right. (laughs) it was all on the dl yeah yeah but i mean how do you date right like when you have to be home Mm. like even in college right like at a curfew in college? All through college. So you yeah. couldn't party? Not really. She I, party. I mean, I did. <laughs> she party for sure. I did. I, I did my own version of it. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I think later in life I went crazy and ballistic and had my own fun. Right. So you had pretty strict parents. Is that the approach you take with your kids? I have two boys. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm raising men. Mm-hmm. So I can't, I, I can be strict and structured. Mm. But not like I can't be so strict that I'm not raising people that can have their own minds and do their own thing and have their own like, le- you know, ability to make choices based mm-hmm. on experience. Mm-hmm. But you got to put rails on it. Right. So mm-hmm. I have a 17 year old and a 15 year old. Mm-hmm. And so I want them to have the most amazing experiences, but I want them to understand that there are consequences and then you have to run your life with respect and make good choices. And mm-hmm. you know what? Things happen you up, whatever learn from that you know mm-hmm. grow from it yeah ask your friends never like you know just do just to do it so yeah. i i probably raise them a little differently um, my brother had a lot more leeway than i did okay. yeah, right always. so Man. it's the second child right always no, oh, men. Totally. males we all oh, males got, yeah 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 males males yeah. are a lot less we have a lot less restrictions than the women because really women, women can get pregnant men can't 
Oh, so you're saying people are more strict with daughters? Oh yeah, yeah. Of the, okay. yeah. I think I'll be down. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be more strict with my daughters too. Probably, really? But yeah, I think so. I feel like I'll be the same, but I don't know. Yeah, nah, your daughters, you kind of want to, you know, strap them down, just like she said. Well, if they're like me, you're probably gonna want to strap them down. Like I now I have kids, and I see why my parents did what they did. Mm. Like I'm, I get it. Yeah. I was very boisterous. I am boisterous, and I'm right. You know, a hustler, and I that people don't want to do and right, I'll right. try stuff and yeah but if you think about it, her parents raised, yes. raised <laughs> her parents raised a wife she you know she's a wife she has to that's value, right yeah, that was her their mentality raised a wife yeah so that's what you really want to you know implement in the household you're raising a wife not just your daughter right she has to be a wife to some other man oh my god are you Indian no I'm because just, that is you get it yeah I mean <laughs> I just so no because I mean if, if you think about it right so the core values that you're raised with, it carries on to whatever relationships you have or lack of relationships that you have. It mm -hmm. really starts in the household. Yeah. So in her case, granted, she didn't see it. But if you if you listen to her, she said, I actually see it now. Mm. Yeah. Because of all everything that they input in you, it's like, yeah. I see why. Yeah. You, I'm sure you, you're around some friends and they can't get married. They don't know why they can't keep a man. But and then they look at you like, how are you able to? Well, she was raised to keep one. Yeah. Right. For yeah. sure. And what importance do you place on academics with your kids? Because I know a lot of Asians pretty strict. My mom, I'm half Asian. My mom was super strict. Yeah. So how do you view it? So I have two different kids. So I have one that's super, I mean, they're both smart. Um, one so smart, my one that's super, super smart that I can't have a conversation without Google. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like he's that guy. Mm -hmm. um, he hates school. Mm. He's an excellent student because he just wants to get it done. He's but bored. He, yeah, he's bored. bored yeah, yeah, it is. So he's going to be a senior. He's got like because he's on um, like an EAP, you know, he's got like the special ed stuff because he does suffer from depression. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he does a lot of his school online. Mm -hmm. And so what we're doing now is like figuring out, OK, well, do you want to work like a donkey like your mom and dad? Mm -hmm. Or do you want to like go to school and keep investing in your mind because you have an amazing mind? Mm. So it's introducing him to options, trades, army, you know, military, mm -hmm. like everything to me is on the table mm -hmm. to figure out what's going to be best for him. Mm -hmm. um, and then my younger one, also super smart, but athletic and like, you know, sort of this well-rounded kid. Um, I put a lot of pressure on him. He also has a, you know, a physical issue where he's unable to make his own antibodies. So it's a primary genetic thing. I'm the carrier of this. So mm. women are the carrier and then it manifests in your boys. So he can't make T cells. So he's unable to make antibodies to fight stuff. Mm. So I push him a little harder because I really want him to be able to be independent mm. and do his mm. thing and never, ever have the feeling that yeah. he has a crutch in life. So I push him a little harder. Wow. So one is creating options for somebody that I know will be able to take care of himself. Mm -hmm. And the other one is pushing. pushing because he has a, a yeah. A, and I do the pushing yeah. so he doesn't have to Yeah. without enabling. Right. I never oh. want to be an enabler. So does he wake up like sore on certain days or anything? He's like super that? like, he, yeah, he's very, and very connected to his body. Mm -hmm. So he plays football at Sarah oh. high school. Oh, he does. Yeah. He's at Sarah. Oh, okay. So, you know, Brady's alma mater. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. And so, um, which is awesome. He mm. loves it. He's a sophomore and he's all like special teams. He's a puncher. Mm. He's on mm. offense, defense. So, mm. you know, I want him to have fun while mm. balancing his academic, but I do push. Nice. The tiger mom is there. So the tiger mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. I, uh, anything else you got? Um, 
No, so I want to know, like, okay, so you said your son, he battles with depression, right? Yeah. Um, how did that come about? Or is it just because he's so, like, from an IQ level standpoint, he's so smart that that tends to happen to those because he can't relate to certain people in his age group? Or is that what it is? I think it's a combination mm -hmm. of that plus he just had really bad experiences in, in grade school. Oh, okay, okay. And so, but I think it came from being bored, mm. right? So he'd get to the end of the school year and he'd get so frustrated with being there. He'd just like punch somebody. Whoa. And he was at a Catholic school. Mm -hmm. And so they'd, they'd be like, he's out. <laughs> Wait, so he's just like, I'm bored. bored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, or he'd get triggered, right? Like yeah. somebody, like he's very, um, he's like a justice kind of guy. Mm -hmm. Like he's about justice. Mm -hmm. So let's say you're making fun of you, right? Mm -hmm. He'd like punch you. For doing that. Oh, he doesn't oh. like bullying. That's right. Okay. Yeah. He so stands he's up. Like, uh, yes. And then mm. you get in trouble. And then mm. and then he'd have these consequences. Mm. And he's like, well, I was doing the right thing. Mm. Right. Which I'd be like, you were, but you can't be punching mm. people. So you don't want to put him, you don't, you don't want to put him in boxing. He'll be, in boxing? Yeah. Actually, I bought a bag. That might be good for him. And I was like, when you want to hit something, go in the garage and hit it. Mm. So I built a gym. Okay. In the garage for my kids so yeah. that they had a place to like get their energy out and right. you know, so they have bag they've got mm. that little bag, whatever that's called, and then yeah. you know, the, the big 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 punching bag. But yeah, yeah. I, I did buy one so you could do that. And yeah, so they say uh, how, how do you tend to manage like family life along with the work extensive work life? Because when you get home, you're still working. You're a mom. Yeah, I'm working. All so how do you how, how do you tend to yourself? But then how do you, how, how do you also like have that work mom life balance kind of deal or is there a balance i struggle with it to be honest mm -hmm. because i work so hard i'm a hustler yeah, yeah and so i struggle i had a job before where i rarely saw my kids wow. and i actually left that job because mm -hmm. i was realizing i'm i'm rarely being a mom i'm not present mm -hmm. i was also physically manifesting things that were like horrible for my health high blood pressure you know, pre-diabetic, mm -hmm. you know, heart palpitations, Whoa. all from stress. And so I just needed to, to give myself a break mm -hmm. and recalibrate, go to therapy, mm -hmm. do self-care, do mental health care. So I'm a big proponent of that. I mm -hmm. want to talk about it more. Mm -hmm. I do colonics. I do Botox. I do anything that is about self-care. Mm -hmm. And so um, I started to balance my life with them. So I, I take breaks. And I'll make dinner and I talk to them about their day and I'm mm. asking, you know, we talk about mm. what's going on. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you know, tell me what, what you're dealing with. Mm. Uh, what's a challenge for you? And ask random questions and mm. have fun conversations. Um, and then when they are done, we clean up from dinner and they go do their video games or mm. whatever they're doing. Or mm -hmm. um, I go back to work mm. and wow. I knock shit out and work until and how, yeah. how does your husband like that his wife is like a super hustler? You know, we are both independent. Mm -hmm. So he's a guy that'll like go in a helicopter and jump out of it and ski down the mountain. <laughs> tell you about it. Yeah, and then tell me about uh, it. Or he'll like backpack in the wilderness and he'll kill a deer and then put the deer parts in a backpack and pack it out. Like that's, I married that guy. Oh, okay. And so. So he um, understands you. In a lot of he ways. does because he's, I mean, he's himself mm -hmm. and I let him do him. Mm -hmm. He lets me do me. Yeah. And then we have a partnership. Right. And so it's equal in nature, right? Like you mm -hmm. have to have that kind of a relationship if yeah. you want to be this independent yeah. while being in a relationship that is healthy. Right. So you have to respect boundaries and respect mm -hmm. 
the individual person. Yeah. Um, and then I believe in modeling that. I want my sons to see whatever they end up being, if they fall in love with a woman or a mm -hmm. man or whomever, like I want them to see like, how do you have a healthy relationship? How do you communicate in a mm -hmm. healthy way? How do you debate in a healthy way? Mm -hmm. Have an argument, but then you're like, you know, can we find some common ground? Can we agree to disagree? Yeah. Like, come on, you know, like yeah. um, you can still be emotional and emote, but not in a way that's disrespectful or right. effed up. Like right. what we see after COVID, the way people were expressing themselves. No, really... it was a lot of divorces and breakups happening because they just had to look at each other. That's right. They had to face one another. Yeah. Some, finally, it's mm. like, yeah, you're not who I want to be with. So yeah. how do you maintain a successful relationship for 23 years? What is there a secret? I like, mean, what would be like openness. The, <laughs> the, the, the three things that you can name? That's like, this is actually what I feel would work. In, for a sustainable relationship for 23 that's a long time bro. yeah longer than most yeah nah yeah that's that <laughs> killing it's been, me. A minute. Yeah, it's been a minute <laughs> it's been a minute mm -hmm. um you know i just think it's it's having sort of baseline a baseline expectation of yourself and your partner mm -hmm. right like i know his strengths i know his weaknesses mm -hmm. there are things about him i will never ever change and you have to accept right? Mm -hmm. You just accept. And we grow. I mean, being with somebody, I'm not the person I was 23 you, you, years ago. You see them change so much. Yeah. yeah. And you have to kind of let each person do their thing. Mm -hmm. But And as a person grows, you grow with them. And, you know, there's been times in our marriage where we were distant. Mm. And, you know, and respecting that as part of the relationship, you're going to have ebbs mm -hmm. and flows. Mm -hmm. um, and not everything's going to be wonderful and rosy and mm -hmm. amazing. But there was always love, always respect mm -hmm. and a core. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's, I think what I'm fortunate that we have is that we still have that together. And imagine if the women today understood that because mm. they dump us. Like we're like, oh, no. <laughs> relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just live in a society now where it's just like on to the next. Yeah, and it's a swipe relationship yeah, yeah, environment. Yeah, like yeah. it's swiping mentality, right? Right, right? I don't like this swipe. I don't like him, so I like yeah, oh, yeah, and so I mean, there are things about my husband I don't like, mm -hmm. but there are ten times more things I do, mm. and so that you know, it's. I think our society today lacks the ability to have tolerance for each other. Mm -hmm. We don't have patience for one another, mm -hmm. and so you gotta have those things. We gotta figure out how do we bring that back into our society. Yeah. It's just simply being tolerant, mm -hmm. being empathetic. It's yeah. kind of what a lot of the movements are about. You know, are they though? Don't you think? Which movements are you? <laughs> yeah, what, what movements? I don't know what movements are about Well, I that. feel like, you know, when when, like... when you're looking at, uh, like, the BLM movement. Well, Empathy, tolerance, love, Yeah, but love, support. I have my own opinion. We'll uh, get canceled uh, if yeah, we talk about yeah, BLM. I, I, have, I have my oh, own. Oh, God, don't do that. Then. Yeah, yeah, I have, I have my own opinion about that, but I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I think at the where base, I'm going. yeah, I get what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, at the Uniting. base. Sorry, I don't mean to, like, you know, yeah, yeah. become super controversial. No, that's but, not my idea. No, but I, I just feel like, you know, when it comes to the long term relationships, uh, I don't think people understand. A lot of, you know, people just in general don't understand that concept like you want to be with someone that long because i mean why not right like yeah i mean i think that's the goal mm -hmm. is to be find a partner that right. you really yeah, can yeah. be a partner with right mm -hmm. right but i take the definition of partner literally mm -hmm. it is give and take mm -hmm. it is tolerating it's understanding it's compromising mm -hmm. i'm not going to get my way there's mm -hmm. going to be times where I have to swallow that pill or mm -hmm. eat crow and it sucks. Crow sucks. Mm -hmm. What's crow? Eating crow sucks. 
Crow? Eating crow? You've not heard that saying? No. What is that? I mean, I've never heard it, but are you talking about the bird? Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Like, I don't, it's nasty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, oh, crow is actually nasty? Yeah, like, I would assume... It's like a saying. It's like oh, yeah. where you have to eat your words, yeah, where yeah, you have yeah. to, you know... Yeah. It's like, okay, like... But I also have a mentality, mm-hmm. at least as I get older, where I just want to be able to live in peace. Gotcha. And so sometimes you just have to, you know, debate, and then you say, okay, well, I've said my piece, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to keep debating this. It's like, you said yours, I've said mine. We'll agree to disagree. Let it go. Let's have some fun. A lot of people can't let it go, though. Yeah, that's the problem, it's right? Ego. ego, right? Yeah. 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 You got to let it go. Yeah. It it manifests in your body if you hold on to it. They want to be right. And yeah, really and it's does. okay not to be. Yeah, People won't admit when they're wrong, though. Wrong and right is all subjective. It's all about what you agree or disagree with. So yeah. if, like you said, you have to learn how to disagree. Mm. That's yeah. really what it is. That's what it boils down to is learning how to disagree with one another. Yep. And moving on. Totally. Yeah. Like, we can have a total debate mm-hmm. and then walk away from it and still kick it and have a great yeah, time cook chill whatever but that's out of respect mm-hmm. because i now respect what you're saying yeah it's out of love you know what i mean like it's out of these places mm-hmm. where you're not harboring things in your body and it manifests in that like cancer and other things that's the right. fact because it will stress totally. can cause disease yeah. resentment does too yeah. totally inflammation a hundred percent it's not worth it let it go absolutely poppy it's been a pleasure what's next oh for God. you any closing thoughts Oh my, well, you guys are amazing. Keep Thank creating you. platforms for people to share their ideas. These kinds of environments are so important mm-hmm. because then you can learn, you grow, and I just appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate Absolutely. you for coming on. Yep. Wayne? Make sure you follow me on Instagram at the creator. Digital Social Hour. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you next time. Peace.